Songwoven presents the Lanaya Expedition, a Level Up Advanced Fifth Edition Actual Play Campaign, Episode Twenty Seven, Half Pace. You can catch us live every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch.tv/SongwovenShow, or watch the video version of this podcast on YouTube. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Songwoven: The Lanaya Expedition. <gasps> Welcome back, everyone. It's been a bit. Um, so, so um, when we trying to reclass into Bard. Um, it's been a bit since the last game, uh, and hey, welcome back. Oh my goodness, it's a, it's January, aka it's a new year. Whoa! Happy New Year! Let's go! Um, twenty twenty four. Twenty four. We have now dated this episode. Um. But Songwoven is timeless. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Potentially, question mark. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, and of course, reigning in the new year. Um, reigning in the new year, we have uh, myself, the Dutch And of course, the people I'm being joined with. Say hello, Motley Adventurers. Hello, oh, Motley, Motley Adventurers. adventurers? We've been doing a lot of Blackguards uh, stuff. Our mind's uh, Blackguards been, recap. Our minds have been super hard on Blackguards, and you guys will find out why really soon. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the first song woven of 2024. Uh, how's everyone feeling? I'm going to take notes. That's my New Year's resolution with JT's <laughs> notebook so that Jenny's not the only note taker in the group. We'll have double notes. Cross reference. Double notes. I did not take very many notes last game. Like, look at this. That was last the game. Notes was were just trauma. Pain. pain and internal monologue of. Y'all take Why, notes. God? Why? <laughs> you all wrote words. <clears throat> when we are living in um, negative degrees times, yep. half of us. Yep. Yeah. Jenny it, and I are in the negatives temperature wise. Which is terrifying. Luckily, Tim's got power back, though, this time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, missed out last week, guys, because my power's been out for a whole day. The day before, um, they've been working on it for wow. a while. They closed on the streets. Here in Philly, we got like one one way streets, so uh, it gets pretty packed. They closed on the streets. And after a few hours, uh, before. Um, but uh, before the show, they came up basically uh, to my door and they said, yeah, we got to come back tomorrow. I'm like, oh, you got to come back tomorrow. It's like four o'clock. No. Um, so, yeah, I had a whole night to cuddle up with the dog and I uh, waited for a whole day for the power to come back. Oh, you snuggled for warmth. <laughs> <laughs> um, couple of announcements. Um. So, uh, this is going to be the only uh, song woven of January because uh, your boy is uh, going to have a little bit of uh, how we can uh, how how we say it. How do they say it in the Barbie world? Uh, a vacation, vacation? <laughs> of a stay, of a stay away in the Barbie world. In the Barbie world, you know, Barbies love vacation. <laughs> She's made of plastic. It's fantastic. Vacation, Ken. I, that's all I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, 
for, this, this is going to be the only uh, song we'll of January. And I believe uh, it's going to be during the first, uh, the first few weeks of, uh, the first few weeks of February will be dedicated to Vietnamese Tut. Um, it's T-E-T, but we call it Tut. Um, tut. It is uh, a lot of cool facts on the a lot of cool, a lot of cool facts about this holiday. Um, basically, our Christmas, where we all give, uh, where kids are given uh, money in red envelopes. However, unfortunately, I have fallen out of that range now. So now I have to be giving. Now he's the kid. <laughs> you just tell all the kids this is your future. By the way, you're gonna have to <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the money while you enjoy it while it lasts. Kid. It comes with a note. Put this in a four hundred one. Emma one shot. <laughs> if mm, we'll wait, we'll wait. We need to recover from the last one. I need like another eleven months to get rid of that trauma before we can do another one. <laughs> 11 months is the perfect timing for that. <laughs> it is! It We're is. back for Christmas next year! Oh, Christmas when the part wound, two! When the wound heals, there you go! You know, the axe forgets, but the tree remembers. Um, but so yeah. the axe forgets, but Jeff's neck would remember. Yeah. And you're going to forever remember that murder for your entire life. <laughs> no, you won't. You're going to be tonguing it up with your new girlfriend. <laughs> Um, Valentine's Day horror episode question? Yeah. <laughs> we just like, horrify every, every, every cheerful holiday. every cheerful holiday except Halloween. Halloween is actually like very sweet, like slice yeah. of life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's do a Halloween romance game. That'd be cute. Yeah. That'd actually be adorable. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Corpse Bride. Or Corpse something. Bride. I know I don't know what I just said, but I, I know I've heard of that from Corpse somewhere. Corpse Bride. <laughs> we'll be back though after Tim takes a much needed break to also see Jenny. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm going to see Jenny, and I'm going to brutalize her depth perception of gravity. Take that, what you will. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody knows what that means. Yeah. No, and don't just stop explaining. It's probably not going to help, so just move on. <laughs> no, the explanation is that one time on Animal Crossing, I made my passport oh, no. name Untossable Brute. And he just finds that very offensive because he thinks I should be tossable. But the truth is, he can't toss me because he's too ticklish. Why and if I, I tickle him, then he can't toss me. So <laughs> I'm an untossable I don't, I don't brute. like that. And Jimmy be... is not a tosser. I'm a big tosser. All right. And I, I, I promise you, I'm swearing to you on to, I'm swearing right now. Onto my entire future, uh, by by the all divine bloodlines that? that you, you there will be a day where you forget gravity. Now I have to train to toss everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> so for our first in person first in person session, I will toss every player. Once again, launch the group impulse control here stepping in. No. How about no? I just imagine Emma at the gym thinking, yeah, I'm gonna be ready. I'm yeah. gonna go. Here's Take Tim. this! Huh. Take this here's Tim! Jenny. Huh. And here's JT! <laughs> I'll be ready. Don't I have like half a foot on all of you? I'd love to see you try, Emma. Yeah, but if we stand each other's shoulders, you're short you're shorter. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Are we gonna be three kobolds in a coat? Yeah. The oh, they are. The easier they are to talk over ten. Toss. 
Anyway, um, with some 1v1 combat in real life. <laughs> Y'all would lose. Let's, uh, the stream, uh, the next, uh, one, one stream is just gonna be a judo contest between all of us for some reason. That's the weird variety stream that we have, the TTRPG stream, where the players fight each other in the judo contest. Yeah, Mar, that's why I was laughing so much. He's a Tosa. <laughs> A stupid or unpleasant person. Yeah, I'm a tosser. A tosser. No, I said you're not a tosser. Not a tosser. No, I am a tosser. I toss people. But I'm you're not a British tosser. Slang. I'm very tosser. Because you're not in... stupid and you are pleasant. I agree with both statements. But I could toss. <laughs> Pleasantly. <laughs> um, yeah, this is what I deal with in the call before stream. I hope you're aware. Oh, it's it was it's so pretty good. calm before the stream, and then we get oh, it was super so amped. Calm. Well, it was nice and calm. Five minutes before we go live, the three of you just go feral. <laughs> we always have our conversation develops by the point when we're about to go live, and then we're deep in conversation when we have to be like, okay, cut it off. <laughs> well, a new potential game ideas were brought up, and of course, I go into character creation mode, aka what's gonna make JT cry the most when he's the mod. We should do that as a theme for a game. We oh, should, yeah. <laughs> we should all play what will make JT cry the most. <laughs> oh, good morning, Polar Knights. It's Hi, really Polar early for you. Good morning. Um, by the by the way, I got to talk about my dream last night before we continue. Um, so for some oh, no. reason, um, uh, me and uh, me and Jenny were like exploring like an underground ruin, and like I had like we I had like an Indiana J Jones hat on, and and she was like. She also had the, like the same get up, and we were like, "Okay, we're archaeologists," and so that's that's the vibe I got. Uh, it was like Uncharted, and we we went in, and then like a, a stone head talked to us. We were approaching a door, and it was like it was like one one guard always tells the truth, and one guard always tells a lie, and then like. I, I googled the answer like on my phone during, <laughs> during that. I was like, I was like, all right, we just gotta go up and we just gotta we just ask him this. And so me and Jenny went up, and it <laughs> it the two guards were were our friend Brandon <laughs> from Brandon, our friend Brandon, and it was you, Emma. Me? Uh, <laughs> you were you were one of the guards, and we walked up, <laughs> getting all ready, and then Brandon just goes, "You have arrived." And then Emma just goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> that checks out, though. <laughs> that checks out, though. Let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> At least y'all have fun dreams. I dream about work. Uh, oh. Yeah. I am a playing a member of the Grovengard. Guard. <laughs> character for me. Thank you for waking up at two in the morning. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. Yeah. Like, like I guess we'll have a special screen screening for Polar one day. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be up at. Gotta have a special stream for you. We do, we do keep our vods up, but then you don't get to talk to us, which yeah, is yeah and we do have everything on YouTube too. But then again, you don't get to talk to us. So, so we got to we'll do a random middle of the day stream surprise. So we got to stream at like two p.m. Eastern time for you to watch us at eight p.m. Your time, I, I think. <laughs> is it six hours ahead? Is that how it goes? I believe so. It's two a.m. right now. Uh, so yeah, Four. it's six hours. Yes, yeah, six yeah. hours. All right. Well. With all of that shade, 
back to the trauma. Jenny posts the recap in in anticipation for my next thing. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and give a recap of what happened last session? Drama. Betrayal. Uh, betrayal. Betrayal. Total trauma betrayal. Island. Total trauma island. So what we were expecting, okay, what we expected was a nice little planny session that we could all, the players could plan so that we could go into the city to free the potential children at the theater. But, excuse me, more importantly, get the moon shards from the, what was it called? The wizard's refractory? Um, the tower? The, the place the where the arcane wizard... ambit. Oh, yep. The arcane ambit. See, now I take notes and it's all changing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we, the, that was the intention uh, going into that episode was, okay, we're going to rest, we're going to plan, and we're going to find our way to get to the Arcane Ambit to make sure that we can get the moon shards and stop the red moon um, so that the Venator doesn't wipe us, our corpses on the floor. Um, that didn't happen at all. <laughs> It was supposed to be no. a chill session. It all, it all, it all went down south so quick. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Stop dancing. <laughs> so, what happened is, um, we were not allowed to listen while, um, Kari confronted Dalmar and was like, hey, um... If you help me take the moon shards, I can help with your magic sensitivity. And um, Dalmar was like, fuck you. And she was like, okay. Wipes his memory. Also, and then she Indeed. went, and we didn't know this at the time, but she went and got revenge by killing Luann, yep. the potion maker, good friend of Dalmar. Also, um, Jenny and I weren't able to hear the conversation, yep. so we had no idea what was going on. Nope. No, time. you were muted in stream and didn't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah, we had no idea. And chat was sworn to secrecy and they did a good job. Then um, after that, um, I Del we left off before with Delmira as Cecilia's older sister, Delmira, an adventurer, um, had a um, an astral projection of herself in Cecilia's tent. And Cecilia and her were catching up a bit. And Delmira was like, hey, I can help you for like 24 hours, basically. And, and you know, it seems like you're actually doing a pretty good job. And, um, and so then I, I did the rest of my sleep. And when we woke up, Jean-Claude sees that Delmira is getting attacked by gargoyles, which he doesn't know it's Delmira yet because he doesn't know what she looks like. And so yep. he rushes in to help finds out this is Delmira and we all rush out eventually to help fight off the gargoyles and then um, I Cecilia goes unconscious um, from a hit I think a critical hit I don't remember really bad. a pretty good hit and because they all seem to be going for Delmira and Cecilia specifically and then Kari walks up and when um, Jean-Claude tries to heal Cecilia she prevents the healing with her reaction and declares that um, she's going to kill us in the name of Char. You know, the enemy of me and my sister's goddess, Saloon. <laughs> so, 
Oh, when is not away. good. And so her and Dan Loran attack us, and she nearly disintegrates Jean Claude. He barely succeeds with disadvantage, the saving throw, which was really high, and he has very unlikely to succeed. It would have instantly killed him, had had it worked. Backup um, character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But so we have to fight them. Kari seems to start having some sort of reaction to the magic since she does react to Well, she magic. got the moon shards too. She got the moon shards for a second. Jean-Claude managed to get them back though. And that's when, I think that's when she tried to disintegrate him. And they, so she starts having these reactions to the magic and stuff like that. And she seems to be taking more damage. So we just focus her. And when she gets low enough, a contingency spell goes off and her and Dan Loran teleport away um, and Dan Loran seems um, to be Dan Loran seems to be um, yeah like he doesn't really have much of a choice in doing this he didn't seem happy to fight us but he had to and he's really strong and um, yeah we barely barely were okay there then that's Walmart. when we found out Luann was dead. Double crit that helped. Oh us yeah. Again. Yes. Yeah, he rolled with advantage and got Dual two natural twenties. So and we used and our that's, special roll. That's how that's... we survived. And here on Song Woman, we honor that shit. And the damage was all doubled because she was taking double damage anyway. So it was doubled three times. Yep. So yeah, it was a lot much. of damage. She got. Much. She lost her arm, I think. <laughs> And <laughs> it was the words of no my pain, no my suffering were used when he cut it off. And that's when we the gargoyles started to dissipate. We realized she'd sent the gargoyles. I had healed her the previous day after she was tired from sending gargoyles on us the first time. Never doing that so again. That's fun. No more healing um, innocent people. <laughs> They're all traitors. <laughs> Dragmire, please stop. <laughs> no. No. What, did, what did he say? Was there a character named Willow? Listen. I wish. Well, and yeah, and then after that, I, all, I think all of the players slash characters just combusted. <laughs> At least mine did. <laughs> we found out Luann died. Um, and it's been longer than a minute, so Cecilia can't resurrect her, but we have more diamonds than just the one, and so Delmira was able to expend some of her power to be able to resurrect her, because Delmira is a celestial warlock, and has access to some resurrection spells as well, and she's significantly higher level than us, um, but she's feeling pretty rough, because she's definitely overexerted herself as well, um, we kind of argued for a bit. Jean-Claude had tried to sacrifice himself for us to get out, but then we didn't have to do that. So he was upset about that, but he went to go reconvene with... I also smacked, or Jean-Claude smacked um, Delmar, because yet again, unfortunately, we didn't know what was going on, and all we knew was that Kari and Delmar were like, oh, you yeah. shouldn't have done that, you should have done that, and the all that... The players and characters saw was you, 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 and they were like, the fuck? At the very end of the fight, he remembered what, what happened. Knew. But it's sad. And then Delmar's like, I'm going to earn my name back. Like, very, very hero, hero's journey moment. 
But then, yeah, Jean-Claude snapped at Cecilia, which was not a good thing. But yeah, that that was a good point, though. Is like, she, like, Kari had modified Dalmar's memories of when she confronted him. So he would have known that she was suspicious, but he forgot. She made him forget, and he remembered after we defeated her. It all came back to him. And so we were suspicious of him about, like, if you knew, why didn't you do anything? And he had to explain to us. It was bad. I didn't remember. And then Jean-Claude um, received a premonition from Sylvie telling him that he needs to live. Yeah. He can't just he can't sacrifice keep, himself. He can't keep sacrificing himself. You gotta this. live. Come on. Get your head in the game. Cecilia, Cecilia got ra- ranked around, though, because she got John claude coming at her from one angle saying, you need to take this more seriously. No, he didn't snap her neck. No, I read that in chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. No, um... Uh, uh, John Claude was like basically like cornered Cecilia and was like, "You need to like when I give you an order, like you need to move and you need to go and like, you, like wh- like what's gonna happen if you're not there to take care of the moon shards? You can't die. This is our mission." Blah blah blah. And then right after that, we've got Delmira who's like, "Cecilia, I've got this. You go sit down. I can handle this." So poor Cecilia is getting dragged all over the place. Delmira doesn't believe in Cecilia's ability to do this anymore. But she did so good. It wasn't her fault. So we have a lot of feelings. To be fair, <laughs> um, Delmira got paralyzed really early in combat, and I had to use my whole turn to rescue her. So she can't really be judging me for going unconscious either. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And on that, that note- recap. Is as much for us as it is for everyone else. That's why it's so long because it's been a bit. (laughs) For us to emotionally get back into, ah, yes. (laughs) Normally, I I think we're out for a way. I think we're away for a while. We come back with high energy, like, yay, adventure! Well, after the last sessions we've had, no. (laughs) There is is no high energy. The thing, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's not, I think it's high, I think it's dread. In a great way, in a grand way. <laughs> yeah, dread. That's a pretty good word. Dread in a very good way. Everything's fine. Everything's <clears throat> fine. All right. With all of that said, are you ready for some D and D? Let's go, baby. Level up, A five E. Level up, A five E. I will not keep the beard. My facial hair grows in very patchy. (laughs) (laughs) This is the only time it looks good. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna live off that. Delmar. Oh my wife says we leveled up. (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) I know. (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) There was that coupon on Twitter. Two people sent me that. (laughs) A level up coupon? Yeah, there's someone posted on Christmas, present this to your DM for a free level up. <laughs> and I saw Timmy liked the post. So <laughs> he knows. Alright. <clears throat> Everyone. Focus. Dalmar. Timmy. <laughs> they don't usually do that. That <laughs> got me pretty good. <laughs> Dalmar, the 
The darkness in your room is palpable. The utter chill you feel throughout your body, you are quaking. It's been, what, weeks, months, you're not sure. Time gets lost when the only thing that occupies your mind are the events that just transpired. There's a knock on the door. You hear? My boy? You hear your uncle? Flashback. Can I talk to you? You know you shouldn't be associating with me right now. Please let me in. Do what you want. Your uncle opens the door. And when where you're typically met with especially these past few moments, scorn or being looked down upon. This is the first time you've seen your uncle who had come, came back from his trip. Still his pack on and everything as he just places it in a doorway. He looks at you, mouth agape, a small gasp elicits from him as he views your form. A lot, you are a lot less unpolished than you were before. He walks up to you and he just goes, Dalma, Can you tell me what happened? And we cut back. Inside of this cave. <clears throat> it's been it's been weeks down here as you toiled away at the rocks with the even crest family. It's all part of your trial. Part of you, part of your, part of your demonstration of your abilities. Your proof that one day you can lead Set Golden Rock. I don't like the whispers. You have made fantastic progress. Laying, Laying down the works, you are as organized as they come, as skilled as learned as any golden rock worth their weight. <clears throat> Tending to multiple Iorva, uh, Iorvanes, a very precious material, especially one that 
the royal family. Uh, the, the royal family definitely prizes. They have anti-ior and the material, a very rare material, not typically found in these mountains. They have anti-magical properties. You struck gold. No, even better, you struck ior. <clears throat> no doubt there was a cause for celebration. And the past few days were spent chasing down that chasing down that thrill, chasing all the veins and finding more and more, but it's getting harder and harder every day. <clears throat> There's a saying in Set Golden Rock. It's your mantra, actually. Bolder than the last. Going deeper and deeper, following where, following where these, uh, following where these veins go. No typical person, uh, no, no sane adventurer, no, no person who would have any concern for themselves would dive further down in the deep cold, in the damp. But you're a golden rock. You have to. <clears throat> There comes a point, as you are inside of this uh, cavern, exploring, ex exploring these ranks, fitting through multiple, um, says multiple uh, points of anxiety, having to squeeze through, uh, having to squeeze through rocks that um, that are very, very few inches in between, but just enough for you to fit your neck through, squeeze on uh, and squeeze on through. The even crest family the father is more motivated but the others are less experienced especially the youngest son but nonetheless he comes through as you as you squeeze through this choke point um being intru being introduced to a cacophony of cacophony of, of bats uh, uh, chirping in the distance. Typically you are greeted with the sight of pure, complete utter darkness. Which for you isn't too bad, knowing these, uh, knowing the darkness. But something catches your eyes right away, because you are very sure that this is unexplored territory. A vein a small streak. It looks much like a rope or a worm. Um, it glows, an iridescent glow in the distance. It is not a torch, it's not a fire, nothing to help someone see. Um, and as you kind of like tilt your head to get a better look at it, making your way closer, there is this irrevocably undeniable charged feeling in the air. There is a feeling that swells in your heart. 
could be excitement. But you're not one to get excited at the unknown. Nor does anyone, really. <clears throat> a voice uh, calls out to you from behind. Uh, wait, sir. Um, and you look to see uh, Malcolm Evencrest, the youngest son. I'm not, uh... I'm not sure about this. I know it's your first time, Malcolm. I was nervous during mine as well. You'll be fine. Do, do you even... Do, do you know what that is? It doesn't look like any ore or rock vein I've seen before, but if it's something new, uh, the benefits for everyone here would be priceless. Um, Galgis, the father. Uh, he goes, says, Sir Golden Rock. Just, may I have the honor? Have Malcolm. It's his first trip. Let's have the young one do the honors. Oh no. Galdris, he smiles widely at that because he likes that a lot more. Um, Galdris looks to Malcolm. And you see Malcolm takes a, a kind of a sharp breath at your suggestion. And Gal just goes, Look at you. He goes, you're about to says, just right before you hit your maturity, you're gonna says, you're gonna do something that no one of your age ever does. Come on, go ahead. I'm uh. We're right there with you, Malcolm. Okay. Um, sure. Just, um, you promise you're going to be behind me? I promise. I'll be right behind you. And he'll place his left hand on Malcolm's back as a, like, reassuring gesture. <sighs> he walks forward. It's a slow trek. You Golden Rocks have your safety. Never take one full step forward than the other when you're traveling in dark places. Half pace, half pace, half pace. As you get closer, you begin to hear... What, you begin to hear things that you believe to be... Voices? Whispers? No. 
That could be that could be the family behind you. They are they do talk amongst themselves a lot. A powerful feeling swells in your chest. As you inch forward, Malcolm holds the pickaxe in his hand. You can see the light of the ore illuminate his face. Wide open awe. He just readies his pickaxe, grips it with both hands. <clears throat> Videos. All right. You ready? Swing true and hard. Thank you, Mr. Golden Rock, for this opportunity. He winds back. And he swings. <sniffs> Sediment falls. The crack widens a bit. He swings true. He's young. Um, he's he's young, but he's got good form. A reoccurring thought you've had of this man, of this young man, was that he had a bright future ahead of him. Then he swings again. And again, and again, and again. The crack, the crack widening. The ore, the sediment of the ore falling off. It begins to grow more brilliant and bright. It's like a, it's like a neon sort of like rainbow, sort of like iridescent glow. But then you see the colors inside begin to swell and begin to grow more erratic. And with the next swing, Sound in the in the cave, all the ambiance becomes swallowed. As you feel the breath in your lungs leave. You blink to see in front of you a large um um sediment everything has blasted off of the of the of the wall a huge shockwave has taken over the room your ears have become completely sunk sunken in you have become deaf but despite the shockwave despite this huge force blasting away from you you are you are still where you are as you look in front of you and you see Malcolm, pickaxe in hand, um, attached to the uh, attached to the vein. His pickaxe has been overcome with this absorbing light that tra traverses the pickaxe up the handle, and has has crept over his body. You feel him, his shoulders tense as he's trying to yank himself away. And he can't. 
the look of utter distress on his face, his mouth moving. He's screaming. Eventually, a sound comes back to your ears. There is this, there is this law, there is this loud, it's this loud static-like sound emitting from the cracks. As you see the cracks in the walls begin to grow wider, wider, wider. Um, as it continues, as it continues to exert energy, blasting away, but you staying perfectly still. You hear Malcolm. Malcolm. Um. You hear him. Say, say in his own voice, his voice becoming, uh, his, his voice becoming distorted. Just, Malcolm, get away from it. Mo um, coming from him again. Um, as you see the, as you see the lights begin to creep over his face, reaching his eyes, creeping into his ears. He just go, um, he just goes, Hamar, help. Help, please. Am I able to move at all? You would be. Your right hand moves. He's going to try and pull Malcolm back, have him let go of the pickaxe, try and throw him behind something to just get him away. His... You hear, um, as the struggles continue, his, his body, his voice continues says, Malcolm, 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 in all sort of different tones and inflections coming out of Why? him. Um, and as you were desperately trying to pull and yank, yank at him away, the light that creeps over his body, it snatches on your left arm ah! and then to your right as you are um, as this as, as this light touches you your, mem your memories begin to play directly in front of your eyes you see your birth you see the first time you swung a pickaxe you see your father lifting you lifting you up and laughing seeing his baby being born you see your uncle doing the same every trick your uncle has played on you every time you've played on the every time you've played with your fellow um just with, with your fellow set members every drink you've had every food you've ate everything that has made dalmar dalmar plays in front of you in a flash And you hear, mine. You open your eyes again, unable to move. Your left, your left arm freed, but your right arm still holding on. Completely enveloped in the, uh, in this light. You hear from behind, you hear, you hear behind, this. Dalmar, that's my son! Please! And you look ahead of you, 
unable to discern what's going on as he has been completely enveloped in this light. And then, before you know it, this force swells inside of your right arm. You feel muscle tear. You see your arm begin to expand. And then pain. Complete, utter pain. An explosion rocks you. Keeps you out of your senses. You are flung off of the ground. The next moment you remember waking up as you blink awake, surrounded by fallen rocks, miraculously by all accounts, you should be dead. One of these fallen rocks should have fallen on you. As you get up, a slow Stinging pain is felt where your right arm once were. A stinging pain that turns into full on visceral pain. Um, as you let out a shout. A voice from beyond where the rocks are calls out. Someone there. Ava, the mother. That I'll never cross that you. I can't see. Where are my sons? I, I, I don't know. Please, please find my sons. I, I can't, I, I can't feel my legs. You get up. Despite everything, your legs are so weak, your body is torn asunder and there is something inside of you that sizzles it cracks as you place a hand on top of a boulder to steady yourself electricity pulsates from your hand and it streaks along the boulder it surprises you it gives you a jump but the it says but the light from the lightning gives you a sight of one of the sons. It illuminates his face for a bright moment. His mouth agape. Eyes open looking at you. Dead. Another one. Another one. 
you saw where Malcolm once stood. Blood splattered across the walls. His father dead where he stood. I can't see. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No. No. And you hear something light hit the ground. Lightning slowly creeps out of the pores of your fingers, out of your chest. It creeps behind your eyes. It dances along the surface of your eyeballs. And that's where everything goes black. Dalmar, you are listening to the sounds of Luann's steady breaths. Sitting in the tent next to her. She's alive. And it's her. You look longingly at the... at your arm that you have now. A gift from a new companion at the time. And you can't just help but remember. If you want, do you want to, do you want to monologue what Dalmar is thinking right now? He's the easiest way to say it and probably the nicest way to say it is troubled mentally right now with seeing another person he had been trusted with dying in his care because he wasn't there, wasn't able to stop something. It very nearly broke him. But she's not dead. And he'll, both hands, just grab one of hers, just grasp it, 
just like put his head against it and just under his breath mutter just endless prayers to any god who will listen just trying to atone for constant constant pain brought to those he finds himself close to One day, someone has to listen. He's already cursed. What's the worst that could happen? Jean-Claude. No! Just the worst that could happen. Sorry. I meant that as a trans transitioning to Jean Claude. No! It is I, your God! <laughs> you have prayed and I have answered. <laughs> Jean Claude. Your oath, seemingly in your inner turmoil, has sought you out and. Seemingly messaged you something. It didn't explicitly told you. But it's something you extrapolated from the hope. From the... From the sort of bright colors and the hope that swells inside. The growing of the... Just of the brambles around you. Jean-Claude. You are the seeker. You must live now in this part of the forest out here where the moon shines bright with crimson red I've already before I've asked you how you were feeling how Jean-Claude was feeling Um, are you going to go back to camp now? Yeah. I think he's gotta wipe any sign of tears away. I didn't just cry in the forest by myself. <laughs> <laughs> As you wipe the tears away, you begin to trek, your, uh, trek back towards camp. Where Cecilia is situated at uh, situated at a point in the camp, Cecilia, watching over as Delmira talks um, almost with a commander's sort of gait, um, talks with talks with Lee, looking in the map, getting caught up with everything. I remember correctly, Cecilia had, Delmira told Cecilia to go rest, but she ended up going to try to help some of the people who were wounded by the gargoyles. And I think maybe, maybe she 
walking away from that area, maybe that's where she spots Jean-Claude. And then, like, but then, like, for some reason, it kind of, like, looks like she just, like, almost, like, hides for a second. Like, so she's trying to, like, go away and hide or something. But then, but then she changes her mind, and like you could probably very clearly see, she changes her mind, and she, and she'll go up to you. Very um, uncomfortable dad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you know when a dad fucks up, I mean, I don't know, I'm talking from personal experience, and they don't know how to talk about it, so they just kind of, like, awkwardly, you know, hands on the hips, just kind of... <laughs> exactly! Like, just kind of looking, um, looking around you, like, looking anywhere but at, you know, the younger folk. Um, he, uh, uh, he'll, um, clear his throat and go, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say I'm... I'm sorry. You... And at this point, he'll, you know, drop the wall that he's put up and kneel down so that his hands are on his knees so he can be eye-level with her. And he said, No. You did nothing wrong. I just really wanted you to know I'm not trying to fail you or Sylvie. And, um, I just really don't want to do this alone. He will take his hand, her hands in his, gently grasp him and goes, you have never and will never fail me, Cecilia Idlewind. I'm sorry for snapping at you earlier. It was more a comment on myself than it was ever on you. And I realize that I need to be a little more careful with certain things. So I am sorry for making you feel lesser than the wonderful spark that you are. I just, I know that something could happen. I mean, something almost did happen. I don't want you to think that if I'm trying to help you, that it's because I don't want to. I don't care enough about what we're doing.
I just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it without you. And he will gently drop her hands to put his big, big furball cans on her shoulders, gently squeeze them and goes, and you won't. You won't. Because I now realize I've got to keep me alive for you. (laughs) As much as I need to keep you alive for me. They are linked. No? She nods. She, like, you can probably see she was... She's she's just with everything happening. Not necessarily just this conversation, but everything happening. She was holding back tears. So she she just hugs you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I think she's hugged him. Maybe another time, but I I can't remember. What? I don't know. What the two of you don't see? Delmira. Looking over from the map. She observes for a moment. And she's oh, she's always really bad at reading lips. But she can get the gist. Her eyes soften for a moment. And when the two of you hug, there's a smile. And she looks back at the map and the two of you can continue It's really funny because I was just, she was just about to say and please don't tell Delmira <laughs> <laughs> he says as he's still holding her about the hug thing no I just I she really thinks that this is all a terrible idea now she hasn't said it I just he immediately whoom Pulls her back <laughs> so that she's almost shaking her. What do you mean? Clearly, this is an excellent idea. You handled I mean, the situation with finesse. I don't think that she thinks that. Well, we shall and, show. And her. I understand. I mean, I would. If I were her, I'd be scared, too. Yes, well. Feel is a part of bravery, is it not? That's what Stellar said. Uh. <laughs> 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 he rolls his eyes heavily. Bounds. Um, and goes and extends. <laughs> Extends his hand down to her and goes, We shall show the world, Cecilia. 
What you feel, bug? Lost in time. And what the young girl of the stars can do together. She... Yeah, she kind of withdraws a little bit, but she's not arguing or anything. <laughs> he put his hand out, so it's just lying oh. there in the open air. <laughs> she's like, oh, wait, I thought you were just gesturing. I, no, that's um, okay. It was kind she of takes awkward. It. <laughs> 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 Do a hefty shake. <laughs> Okay, I also need to go apologize to Delmar for punching him in the mouth. To be fair, I I was kind of... I mean, I wouldn't have done that, but I was very worried about him, too. Yes, but, but it was childish of me, Cecilia. I need to think like a partner, right? We are partners in crime, in moodshot crime. Think. And... How are, how are you? Are you okay? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I think you see him freeze. <laughs> um, he puts his hand on his hip and starts to go, Of course I am. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> And since we are partners, it is okay to say that. But I will get better. Well, um... That's fair, she says. <laughs> <laughs> he nods, he nods, he goes... See, you Yeah, so... Are you... How are How are you? Um, I'm grateful you were honest with me. And I'm, I don't think any of us are fine. No. 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 And, uh, that is okay to not be okay. Because we have to go back in there at some point. As he points back to the city's walls. I don't know who the fuck he's fighting there. I might have had an idea. But I didn't want to say anything because I'm pretty sure you won't like the idea. I'm so maybe I should just wait No, no, the... I'm approaching this from the mindset of a partner. I'm not your uncle, I'm not your dad, I am your partner. Relay your plan to me, please. So that I may either shoot it down and or accept it. It's... Well, the more I think about it, the more it just seems risky and maybe... Cecilia! Like... It's a moon shard that's controlling the robots, right? 
we think. Right. I have more than one moon shard. Wouldn't that be enough to potentially control them enough to get the moon shard? He takes a finger to his curly hair and scratches it and goes, but the moon shards are unpredictable, no? They're not. Exactly. Huh. Well, we can ask Demira. She might have more information, perhaps? Maybe. I just, um... It was just an idea. I, I don't even know if it's Honestly, I'm, um, I didn't tell you this because, um, I thought it would upset you and it probably will, um, but I am kind of worried to use the moon shards right now in general because I, um, took them out the other night and... They were acting really strange. Like they talked to me a lot. That's how I knew about the other moon shard and all that stuff I said. And I told you I'd tell you later, but then everyone forgot. And I was kind of grateful that everyone forgot. And now I'm realizing I really needed to tell someone else probably because as she's seeing this, his eyes are just growing wider and wider and wider, and he's trying. <laughs> but he's keeping his mouth shut, and you know she's just see like like whites of his eyes staring down at her, not saying anything. This is the most horrified you've seen Jean Claude. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the legend lore yet. Um, <laughs> um, that's for later, another time. Um, she, he waits. He waits for her to continue. They um. They kind of, even just talking to them a bit, they kind of acted like how they do when I actively use them. Except I didn't try to use them that time, and then they, I heard them say, "Say, give me a turn. I want to feel." And then I put them away because I really didn't like that. May I see the moon child box, please? I'm not sure that's a good idea with everything. I won't do anything. I just want to, to see it. Okay, but... Be careful, they're really powerful right now. Okay. She gives it to him. He's gonna hold up the box and go, Listen here, you little fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of rebellion you are planning, but Cecilia Idlewin is not the one to fuck with. I don't know what mind control bullshit you're up to, but you cut the shit. You want to make it to the other side of the continent? You shut the fuck up! And he's kind of rattling. <laughs> you box. hear, you hear from the bag of holding. Yeah, tell that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and if you keep saying 
weird shit. Like, give me a turn. Let me have a try at feelings. Oh, I will, I will let you know what feelings are. I will show you feelings, you little pieces. We should put it back dirt. now. I just, I think that's, a, I think you got your point across. Um. <laughs> so she'll snatch it from him, I assume, before he can continue. She's not bold enough to snatch it. She's just saying. Oh, it. then he'll keep going. There are people who are like. <laughs> <laughs> And and Damar, you even hear this. You hear this little shit that you hear from the, in the background. Yeah, he's yelling at a small box. That's that's not that's not suspicious at all. He's holding the bag up. Goes, got it, and just drops it back in the box with disdain and disgust. I think I got my point across. Yeah, they I think leave, so too. Um, they will leave you alone for now. <laughs> Gentle head pat <laughs> on Cecilia's head. Um, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Are the moonshots gonna backhand John Claude? Don't hurt me. Go ahead and just um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and just give me an intimidation check. <laughs> My God. Hi, I'm Jean-Claude, and I'm intimidating the moon. I'm I'm Jean-Claude, welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. Listen, you can fuck with anyone, but when you fuck with Cecilia, weird shit happens. This is why I turned my mic off. So if we're intimidation, that's going to be a 15. Okay, that's it. Continue. Do I the hear moon the moon shards, shards go. Cry? No. Yeah, the moon <laughs> shards flip off Jean-Claude. Uh, <laughs> they go, o- open, up you. The, open up the box to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Emma wants to, but I won't because They're going to tell not. on you to Saloon. They're going to be like, he said. And Saloon will be like, well, actually, good. Bring Saloon into the conversation. Maybe she should. It's about time. <laughs> Saloon will be on your side. <laughs> she will. <laughs> About damn time! <laughs> I hope I hope Jean Claude never meets Saloon because he won't refer to her as a god at all. It's gonna be bad. Saloon. It's gonna be like an angry parent at parent teacher night. What did my friend do wrong? Explain to me why there is a D on her book account. She Stra- is brilliant. My child, strangely, <laughs> this is actually kind of refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> Closes the bag really tight. No just parent in teacher case. conference yet. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Now that I've put them in their place, as he points to the bag, I will go apologize to Demer because we need him. He was brilliant in combat and true to his world. Although he didn't really know because he forgot, but then remembered. But he did tell us that he remembered, which I appreciate. I don't know how that works, but I'm going to just go with it because it's too hard for me to conceptualize. Yeah, I don't think he would have lied about that. And then if he were going to lie about that, I think he would have betrayed us, so... Plus, he wants the best for this town and this city. Mm-hmm. Come and go, yeah? 
Yeah. Okay, let me go do this the man's way. <sighs> Rolls back his shoulders. <laughs> Pulls up his pants! <laughs> <laughs> Over his bulging belly that slides back down. <laughs> Boing! <laughs> Cracks his back, and he'll stride off. As you stride over, um, Dalmar, you currently uh, sit with Luanne for a bit. She stirs in her sleep, and she just goes, I have... I have all these elephant carcasses, but the butcher refuses to process them. (laughs) Just sleeping. (laughs) That's when Jean-Claude opens up the flap. With this music... (laughs) It was giving me marshmallow vibes. Blackguard. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same with the, thing. With the guitar intro, you see. Okay, wait for the violin to come in. Wait for the violin to come in. Wait for the violin. There we go. Okay, because if it was that guitar intro, that would be a whole different entrance. Um. Do you? Is it a tent? Are they in a? What are they in? I can't remember. Oh yeah, a tent. Right. Yes. Jean-Claude doesn't... So, it, it is can, a larger can I tent. Can knock on the tent? I, I would say it's a, it's a larger tent that you can you can walk into. It's one of those, like, really big overhead tents where they have, like, a bunch of, like, actual beds on, like, stands in there. Well, he's going to do this as a man, a man's man. So he's going to knock on the tent door, which is just looks like someone punching a flap. Um, Damar, someone's punching the tent flap. (laughs) Eventually, you see Damar's head pop out and... You've seen Damar ragged, battle-worn. You haven't seen him emotionally worn. And that's the face that greets you. (laughs) Welcome to the trauma. I like to cause it. Have you not noticed that? Welcome to the trauma. I like to cause it. I love I that. do. I love that so much. <laughs> All of my characters are traumatic. You thought I would be nice with the first character you ever saw of mine, but no, most of mine are like this. <laughs> um, so Jean-Claude had been posturing, hands on the hips, chest puffed out, ready, uh, ready to have his speech, and then he sees this emotionally broken man. Um, creep out from the tent and he goes um, he still has his hand on his hips you know very much striking a power pose but he leans in farther down and kind of whispers is now a bad time to talk it looks like it okay good I like to play with my food what I the fuck? starting with the fingers, then the lips, okay, then I'm going the to, ears. It sounds like you two are having some ketchup alone time. I'm going to leave because I don't want to know what's going on in there. We can talk, but we'll let her sleep. Right. Um, and he awkwardly stands back up, dad bod power pose, and indicates to a quieter 
corner out of the tent. Did that car just stand up? (laughs) As you exit down more. He's kind of disturbed by Luann now. He's always been (laughs) unnerved by her, but now he's just outright disturbed. But he doesn't say that. He keeps it to himself. That one's all Timmy. I had nothing to do with her. (laughs) Um, So he will pull you aside and goes, hands still on his hips, trying to make himself (laughs) feel confident. Um, Goes, Mr. Goldenlock, monsieur. It was very unmanly of me to strike at you. In such a manner, when I had no prior information to go off of, and I jumped to many a conclusion. I'm sure you can understand between us two men folk that sometimes we make mistakes, but what makes a man a man is his ability to admit to them. And I am sorry for punching you square in the teeth, right in the mouth. Almost wanted to go to the back of your head because I thought you betrayed us when you did not. Real quick, out of, char- out of character before I, I say what I want to say. Do they know Dalmar's whole thing about his last name and not being allowed to use it? No. Should John Claude know that? Okay. How? Wait. How would we know any of that? That's true. Well, because you don't he's tell kind of very, He's been very pointedly not using it until he wants to get the power behind it. Cecilia now knows that he doesn't have his last name. John Claude wouldn't. Okay, that's gonna change how I, I wanted to punch you in the face for it, but. No, 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 do it. But it would have to be a ball shot because you're so short. <laughs> I will allow funnier. it. I will allow funnier. it. I will allow it. <laughs> I was just going to have Jean- I was just going to ask Jean-Claude to kneel down and then punch <laughs> him in the face. He could do that too. He could do that too. See how you phrase it and we'll see. <laughs> This is so weird hearing Emma try to imagine what a dad pose is. <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? Like the dad, that's like when dads don't want to talk about hard stuff, so they're just awkwardly shifting, you know, looking around. <laughs> exactly what Tim's doing, right? They, they're uncomfortable, so they're trying to find different things to do with their body. That's what I think of as dad pose. JC has more than two feet on him. <laughs> I think John Cloud's got like three and a half to four feet on. I think he's got like four feet on him. <laughs> I think it's like double Dalmar's height. Yeah. So it's a, it's an image. Yeah. yeah. You are forgiven. It's um, it was an odd situation, not normal circumstances. If I had known. Believe me, I would have told you immediately. I cannot blame you for being suspicious of something like that. Well, I can blame me, because you've only been helpful to us. And I should have trusted 
what I knew of your character, as opposed to my fears in the moment. We really sincerely appreciate all you have done to protect us. And I hope you know that we want the safety of this town and village. Not as much as you, because you probably want it more, but we want it, like, you know, almost as equal. Like, you're up at the top, and we are, like, right coasting beneath you, lifting you up, because, you know, it's not our village and our town, but we do care, you know, but I don't want to, like, you care more. So it is, like, it's, it's not equal, but it is supportive. <laughs> Oh no, keep going. I'm, this is great. Dalmar is just kind of like staring at John Todd. Like, what is this guy on about? What but at the same he? time, I want him to keep going. What's he cooking? What is he trying to He's say? letting him cook. Jacqueline is low wisdom. I've said this. No, actually, no. Is he? Yeah. Dragmar yeah, draws. What is he even saying? <laughs> He's got zero yeah. wisdom, guys. So he's, he's, he's doing uh, it again. So do I. <laughs> it manifests in different ways. It manifests in different ways. Essentially, we are working towards the same goal. You would have no reason to harm us, and nor would we to you. And I hope we can continue that into the coming days to end whatever this may be. I. And there's probably something I should make you aware of. Nods. Your Cecilia, I have already told her. I have no claim to the name Golden Rock. So that's not your last name? Not anymore. So what's your last name? I do not have one. Would you like to borrow mine? No. <laughs> Would you like to bow Cecilia's? <laughs> I made a promise to the idol, it's both of them, that I would do what I could in my power to reclaim my name and put the weight of it behind them as thanks. He scratches his head. So, you, wait, you're reclaiming a name that you don't want, but you... Okay, it is yep. a long story. You got it. You got it. Whatever you want, Mr. G. Mr. 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 D. Little D. Little Dalmari. He's going to, like, <laughs> motion for Jean-Claude to come closer to try and, like, get him to bend down some. Like... Yeah, what's up? Leads down. <laughs> Full uppercut into his jaw no! to make him stop talking. The bong. Oh god. He goes hot, oh. and that is how. Even. Yep, that's how men resolve things. That's right. I mean, <laughs> guys, to move his jaw around. Good one, bro. <laughs> No, I've been, I was taught something once by an uncle of mine. It's a great life lesson. But you know, the bigger something is, the easier it is to make that thing fall. And he's going to 
roundhouse kick the back of Jean-Claude's knee. You little bitch! <laughs> Your foot connects. Ah! I just hear them the fighting now. in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's gonna go down on one knee and goes, You little fuck out! <laughs> and at that, he'll point to Dumar's face and go, but at least you're smiling now. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> he, he screams. Let's <laughs> you, you hear, ouch! <laughs> you just hear a cackle. <laughs> Stuff is like, steel-toed boots, baby! <laughs> He's old! Aw, oh, thanks, Dragmire! Yes, thank you for the gift sub. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, Big D Energy. That's Delmar's new name. Oh! <laughs> Again, nondescript <laughs> turtle shell. I will throw at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. As that. Uh, moment takes in Dalmar you there despite everything despite everything that happened and the journey you had in your mind he's right there is a smile on your face <clears throat> um as this uh, moment passes in Jungle, you have to you rub the back of your knee. Damn, he hit hard. Oh, fuck! I think I need a knee brace. All of a sudden, people hear commotion oh, no. from the edge of the camp no, no. towards the city. Um, the start of the commotion, though. Some, something in all of your brains kick up. Because you hear the sound of children. <gasps> K4. K4 got the kids! As you look, uh, um, as everyone rushes over, you see uh, the guards like sur surrounding this. As you see children funneling out from the path. And, they, and they, the moment they saw the adults, they started running directly towards them. Um, you see that that they're running with reckless abandon. They're just they're just uh, completely like sp sprinting, eyes open wide. They are f they're full of fear, but they're out, all running uh, down uh, down the path. As you see, the guards immediately begin to like, uh, immediately begin to like um, take hold of them. Look look around, like taking like taking stock. Just like um, this this sudden bewilderness from both uh, from both parties as um. As these two, as these two uh, parties seemingly reunite, um, you, um, there is cr crying. There's crying from the children, tears of joy, fear. Um, something strikes you, Dalmar. They've been in there for a while. How did they just get out? Where's K four? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Do I see K four anywhere? I immediately look because I think I think of him. You do not. <gasps> Wait, no, I'm gonna go look farther. 
see if he's at the entrance. You go look at the entrance? Yeah. Um, all right. We'll get to you in a bit. <clears throat> as they're, um, uh, as they're uh, going around, um, and you see the, ch- uh, as you're making your way to the entrance, Jean-Claude, um, the children, they're like crying, <laughs> really hugging, just the nearest adult deeply, um, and sobbing into their armor. Um, the man who had once argued against, uh, Lee earlier looks at Lee and just goes, That's gonna be off of my. That's gonna be off of my shoulders now. Someone's gonna take these kids back. That's right. Yes. How did they get away? Yes. Doesn't matter. They're free. I want to, I'm gonna. I'm going to take whatever I can get. Lee, I'm gonna take. Says. I have to take these kids to safety. Do what you will. I'm... I'm going to stay here. You're a crazy bastard, Lee. There's still people that need help. Goes... Take the only wagon. And then the guy approaches and goes, All right, everyone. Says, Says, Everyone, round up. Come on, we're, come on, kids. We're going to take you somewhere safe. We're going to take you away from here. Um, and Jean Claude, as you uh, make your way to the entrance, um you see um a it doesn't take it doesn't take long it's arm dangling by a wire no. one of its eyes uh ripped up part of its head is like seemingly ripped dragging with a foot the moment you see it, it collapses. No, I run over. Hello again. Metal man down. Um, and he'll get down uh, on his knees and goes, "Kefal, Kefal, you did it." Are they all safe? Of course, they had you looking after them. That's really nice. Hold on there, Betty. We're gonna get you all fixed up, okay? Um, you hear, um, from Cecilia's, um, from from Cecilia, where Damar are, you hear a lot of the kids, like, turning back and goes, Wait, 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 um, there's, there's an automaton. He hel- he helped us. He needs help. Um. And the guards are like, like, no, we have to go. Um. Was it K 
four. They said the most of them called him dad. Mm-hmm. He really needs help. Okay. I'll help. Um. And the guards are like trying to. A lot of them gathering up. They're touching like horses to the wagons and just tr trying to get everything ready to go. Um. K4 continues to talk to you, Jean Claude. He goes. I felt something. What did you feel, my friend? I wanted to... protect them. No matter what. Even... if I died. I would do everything I can to protect them. Are you sure you're made of metal? You've got quite a working heart in there. It's getting quieter. Hey, 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 hey. Uh-uh-uh. Not yet, my friend. Not yet. Stay with me a bit longer. Is this what you do for the people that you love? That is exactly what you do for the people that you love. It is a wonderful and terrifying thing all in one. But how will I know? I will be happy. How will I know that they're taken care of? You have to fight. To live another day. Not just to f go back to your... Programming shrugs doesn't really know what he's talking about. Not to follow what the gears tell you to do, but to do what this. And he clink, clink, clink on where his uh, metal chest is. What your heart tells you to do fight, love, protect. Thank you. For telling me, I have a heart. You are caught for a moment as you see Cecilia. As you hear footsteps from behind, and you see Cecilia approaching. And as you look, as you look back towards Cecilia, Cecilia, as you approach. Jean-Claude turns away the moment K4's eyes go dark. Cecilia was hurrying to try to cast Mending. I have Mending. 
Roll an initiative check for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm not good at decks. Six. <clears throat> you rush over. You... I place your hand down, Kifor, and, and John Claude. Now you take notice as you look down. Mm-hmm. He's he's gotten cold. Cecilia, you press your hand against it, and as the magic checks across. You see the out, some of the outer wounds begin, wounds, the outer cracks begin to repair. But no movement. It, he doesn't come to. I, I think Jean-Claude just goes, I, 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 I don't, I've only worked with wood. I don't. Can can you restart it? Should we? Is it like a clock? I I I don't know. I don't know how to either. Should we try? It's not ah. like. It's not like us, though, right? Someone could fix him. Later, right? No, no. But he is like us. I mean, yeah, but also, but also not. I don't understand. Is there a mechanic here? There's got to be in th- with this fucking city of walking robots. Looks to his Dalmar's there, right? Did Dalmar follow? No. Oh, he didn't. Okay, I thought he he did. <laughs> um, she is. It'll be okay. I think. I think he can be fixed. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and his um his like, he only knows how to treat like mortal flesh so you see that like he goes for his axe and he's like if we were in the field and someone's heart stopped we'd have to like act quick i know i'm just saying it's not this it's not the same thing though right I don't know, cause he talked like a person, Cecilia, and he was Maggie he says he has a heart and he knows how to feel some shit and he's just gonna smack like like CPR, like bang, 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 um, on the chest. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you um Fuck Jimmy. <laughs> Nothing happens. Shit! I'll cast, um... She'll try to cast Mending. 
on some reports, but she doesn't know anything about like technology, these things. Yeah. So she doesn't know what's like beneficial. It's hard. Um, this is technology. This, this is all. This was is beyond your understanding in the first place. It's fixed on the outside, but. There are some parts that have been completely destroyed. But um, typically they have sort of like a core inside of them that runs. You attacked the one of the Watchmen before. You can you get an idea. But whatever empowered this, it's gone. He got all the kids, Cecilia. Every single one of them. We can bring him back to camp, and then when all this is done, someone will be able to fix. Yeah. Didn't we meet a girl on the road? Oh. Um, Nellie. She could fix him, right? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Something to keep in mind. Jean-Claude? Yes? Give me a wisdom check with advantage. Am I? What? <laughs> <With> advantage. <clears throat> He's gonna need it. Cause as we said earlier today, it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fault. It's my fault. I did this to myself. <laughs> That's a four. An advantage, everyone. That is a four and a five. All right, I'll save that to the end of the game. Then. <laughs> <laughs> the end of today's session or the game in general? The end of today's session. <laughs> oh, thank God. I can't wait that long. It, yeah, exactly, Dragmai. As Jenny said, it manifests in different ways. <laughs> but there's, some, there's something, Jean-Claude, that tugs at you. I'm not I'm not talking about some external force or anything like that. I'm not talking about anything. You feel like the situation you feel like it's familiar in some kind of way. Like I feel like well, I feel like well, I think he immediately identifies as K4 and feels like he's like a seeker like him. But I don't think that's what you're hinting at. No, but I'm gonna I'm going to have to leave it at that because of the. Because ah, why can't I be smart? <sighs> but maybe later down the line. Oh damn it! Sean Claude will realize. <clears throat> tell the chat. We won't tell. I won't look. I won't look. I won't look. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking. Okay, anyways. 
be carrying uh, K4 back? Yeah, well, hold on. We know <clears throat> that the sentiment towards the robots is not the most positive. But this one's clearly not a threat, so... But should we put him in the bag? I don't know if he'll fit. And I think that feels worse. <laughs> okay, I'll carry him then. I can help. <laughs> she holds like a dangling foot. <laughs> <laughs> I am very strong. I have She's very 16 strong. strength. There we go. <laughs> um, Dalmar, you watch as all the children are mo- most of the guards now those that wanted to leave are leaving with them and you see the children are like they're equipped with like taking notice of like the stock they have they have like stuffed toys some of them are some of them are like patched worked with really shoddy bad like needlework and, and fixed up um and as they're being carted away, they're going, you know, just like, what is that? Um. Oh, no. And the cart leaves. Um, everyone gives, you see the guards as they leave, they give the salute. Some of them come up to you, Damar, personally. No, thank you for everything. Thank you for your service. Take care. Be safe. You too. And they all begin to leave. And the camp feels a lot emptier. This is when you turn towards the entrance and you see Jean-Claude and Cecilia carrying... A familiar-looking automaton to you. And Lee just goes, Wait, hold on. What exactly... Why are you bringing that here? His name is K4, a.k.a. the police. He protected them, Lee. He needs to be fixed, and not necessarily immediately, I think. Unless he does, but he's the one who was taking care of the kids. That, 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 um, sort of tenseness... It reluctantly relaxes. He just goes. Well, if all of you are alright with it, then you can set it down somewhere. They called him Dad, right? So those would be he, him, slash he, they pronouns. Looks to Cecilia, the younger of the two, to make sure he's on the right course. Um, I mean, if we have a, he, was, we were saying he, so... Yeah, rather than it, you know what I mean. Because he's got a heart. Um, looks at Dalmar. 
I'm gonna call him how I see it. <laughs> R- right. He. Thank you. The, they called him dad? That means... Well... Means what? He was like a, like a nursery robot? Well, those ones, they were... They typically did help around. Because hospices and such, mostly store owners, mostly storefront managers, from what I know. But, um... Sorry, it's just a surprise to me, is all. We've been up against them for a while now, and... I can't tell you how many tried, how many of those that looked just like him tried to shoot or cut me down. They're all different. You probably don't see the ones who weren't because they're scared too. I mean, he, he had been sneaking for as long as this has been going on. It seems like sneaking, trying to get food for the kids to keep them alive that he was going to be attacked by the other robots, too. Well, then we're going to have to get them all fixed up after all this is over. Yeah, maybe give him, like, a, I think he would, you know, like an honorary badge or something. Like a or like a statue? Uh, that that's... Would be- that's actually kind of weird. <laughs> he turns we, to Cecilia and he's like, what? We, we That's start- when you're dead, Cecilia. That's when you're uh, gone. I mean. I, I think I think we can start with the really badge. <laughs> but I don't know if that's actually just weird because if I only thought that because he's already metal, but I don't want him to be a statue. I want to. It's, it's later, you know, one day maybe. <laughs> maybe like we could know what, know what? Hold on, hold on, Cecilia. Maybe it could be like a little doll, you know, since he's like, you know, a childcare dad kind of he robot. He can have an action figure. He can have a little action figure for protecting the children. Domira so goes, yeah. I like the action figure idea. Looking to Lee. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, Lee give goes, him a dad bod. <laughs> Lee just kind of like looks looks around at you three and looks at Delmira. Delmira has like actual hopeful eyes of an action figure. He's like, why why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> Lee's gonna be the mayor of this new town with whatever's <laughs> left. No, that mean lady's gonna come back and be like, actually, I'm here to uh, be in charge I'm again. The best. Ooh. Absolutely fucking not. No, dumb. I'm gonna kidnap her. Oh, well, I'm just gonna kidnap her. But yeah, you can kill her too. Goodness, guys. <laughs> They're gonna be like, she's gonna be like being kept prisoner by the Watchmen in like in horrible conditions, and we're gonna all feel really bad or something. I don't know. She gives off the one percent vibes. She's no, too bad. Bad. I hate you her. Either have the moon shards or save your own townsperson, and we're all immediately going to say we'll take the moon shards. <laughs> yeah, that's what it'll be. <laughs> oh God! The she thing, is uh, the one percent. <laughs> the, the the thing is, um, you give you you give um you give the players a villain. 
you have, to, you have you're gonna have to work you're gonna have to work a lot because mo- sometimes players are like, well, I can I can fix them. Or something like you give sometimes villains are hot. If you give them a petty <laughs> if you give them a petty <laughs> asshole, they will hate them forever. I had a guard character in another game called Gary Sin. Gary Sin Kim. In the grand in the grand scheme of things, he's barely a villain, but he's been such a petty asshole. They fucking hate him. I mean, so he much. made a very strong first impression. He pushed my disabled friend, who was wait, wait, Emma's hold character. Up. Hold on. Petty asshole? Tim, he tried to kill my character. Petty asshole. <laughs> Multiple times. His name's Garrison. It almost sounds like the Garrison. He's like, yeah, we knew you didn't have to go back to the Garrison, but his name is Garrison. He's Garrison. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. All- next time, and, and just all you have to do, Tim, is just have a character next time say, like, well, I don't like the unions, and then, then, then we're <laughs> off to the races. <laughs> I think we should pay more taxes than the wealthiest people since they get taxed at a that ends up being more anyways. So we should even it out. You yeah, know, yep, yep. don't eat the rich. Thank them, guys. Yes, Come on. Exactly. It's your fault you're poor. <laughs> exactly. You got to pull, you gotta pull yourself up on your bootstraps. Capitalism? We want no. the villain dead. <laughs> it's very easy. Our mo- we were very easy to have a villain. You messed up my order, and now I want you to pay for my meal and make it over. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Those kinds of things would be like, bitch. <laughs> Boom. Anyway, I don't ca- like. I don't care about the guy who commits war crimes. This guy who inconvenienced the me and called me out. That aside. Yeah. Yes. War crimes. Because when we look at the, the war crimes, the podcast, they're kind of cool. We don't play games. Look, war crimes can be hot sometimes, but when you're an asshole to me, like if you just. If you just push my friend, you are on the shit list, buddy. My, my disabled friend, I will add. <laughs> that was a that was a key detail, you know. Oh, Dennis. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Dennis. <laughs> Anyways, that that woman showed up for one scene, and everyone was like, "It's on site." Yeah, she, she uh, is the one percent. I wonder where my notes are about her. In a while. Director of Civil Prosperity, Miss Strava Flair. Yeah, she can fuck right off and go somewhere else. Direct, um, d- director of Civil Prosperity, I wanted to give her a title. It's like, what makes you, like, what makes your skin crawl? Because <laughs> <laughs> what does that even fucking mean? Nothing. She makes sure that everyone's happy. No, you don't! <laughs> um, so is it L- M- Mistral Affair? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, bitch. She sounds like a bitch. <laughs> I'll take Madam Withers over her any day. <laughs> All right. I like that Smith. Madam Some Withers Madam Withers are cool. Odelia from Blackguards is a Madam Withers. Was a Madam Withers. Yeah, it was. And, and the Cybels. She was a Madam Withers! <laughs> Oh boy. She was a Madam Withers and also she was a. Uh, chat. We'll get back to the game eventually. She was a part of a heavy metal band. She, she used to do Screamo. <laughs> but we'll I get, didn't we'll know get she it that was, way. That's so cool! Yeah! She was a Madam Withers before. We didn't know that! Can I, you guys gotta talk to her sometimes. <laughs> I we do, so but you bring busy. up words like moistaceous and it makes me nervous. 
<laughs> All right, okay. Back on track. Back right, on back, track. Back on track. <clears throat> um, so, um, Delmira just goes, well, that's really, that's a really fortunate turn of events after everything that happened, but it looks like we're going to have to, we're going to have less people around. Still though, I like who we've got. Um, she points at the map. She just goes, Sis? Jean-Claude? This right here, this is where... This is, this, is, this is the heart of the place, right? She points at the place of the arcane ambit. I point to Delmar, who knows the city better than I do. It is. Okay. So, it's really da- so, it's really dangerous. It says a bunch of those watchmen folks, watchmen types around. It says, and you three fought them before, right? So, lay it out for me. Not good, right? No. Nah. Got it. But we have to get in here. To get a good chance to stop everything. Um, instead of uh, you know, uh, one two one two, think of us trying to go in this time as a bab and weave. Like we want to avoid any form of contact. The, you, uh, you sound just like my friend. Which friend? Oh, like, um... He's scared it's the bard. I think. <laughs> His head snaps to Cecilia. <laughs> goes... He, she notices and goes, Not a big fan of bards. I twitch. My uncle was a bard. I twitch. What, what was that, Dalmar? My uncle was a bard. <laughs> Hands clench at his sides. Hey. Purses his lips. Hey, 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 hey. One of the most annoying people I know? They're a bard. I really like him. <laughs> he poisons the it. He poisons the mind. Points at Delmira. She gets it. Is that what happened to they, you? They do their little songs. <laughs> they think they they make you think that there is, you know, joy to be had in creativity and art when that is so far from the truth. All right. I'm connected with you on other things, but that part is, um, seems like it's something on for, for you. <laughs> um, so, but, anyways, yeah, um, Bob and Weave. I don't know I, about that. I, um, she's a lot more hesitant now than she was before everything happened. But she is, I am, um, I know that calm emotions 
works some of the time to keep the automatons from being angry and attacking. That's really good. It's really, it's really good to know. Cause it really does seem like they're operating on like real human emotion, huh? Yeah, like they have, they, they are, they, they're having these emotions. That makes everything a lot more complicated. But the ones with the red eyes, Kefal never had the red eyes. He says to Cecilia. The others did, right? Um, I think he did, though, at... I think he did, too. Ah. Well, there goes that. That's just not that simple. They're just... They have different thoughts and reactions to their feelings. And you can't just tell by looking at them, I guess. The one that we have to be the most concerned about is the one who has labeled themselves or who we have come to know as the Venator. Uh, yes, we were able to take out a watchman, but uh, we... Um, I'm not sure if we will ever be able to, uh, approach the Venator, so. We shouldn't try. No. But it'll hunt us down. Because so, I think as soon as we go in, it will try to hunt us down. Distractions, perhaps? Will be necessary? Lee goes, I was thinking I'd take up a horse and I started making my way around and because it's the watchman we got to worry about. I got a pretty good idea of um, the place. So I know how to weave around and what what roads are blocked and everything. So I think it's best for me to do it if I can get all of their attention. You know? But as for this, um, Venator thing, I don't know how, I don't know how scared I should be of it, but I don't know if it's going to be as mindless as the Watchmen. No, Delmir, it's goes, nope. it's going to hunt you down. I can take care of it. No, I don't. I don't think you can. Sis. I faced down worse things before. I... You don't know that, though. You don't... You you haven't seen it. Hold on. The Venator only attacked the group... Now, I, I, he's not saying this out loud, but because Jean-Claude was with them, right? Yeah, I put you next on the list, 
but then it targeted me first as the lowest hit points in the group. But it was going after you. It was hunting you. Delmar, make a right. perception check. Nah! Make sure I turn off advantage real quick. That's a 21. Ooh! Did the temperature just change? That breeze was cooler than the last one. There was a slight... There's just like quaver in the air on the edge of the forest, and you catch. You're not sure how you didn't notice this because of how much you stood out the blanched white skin, the pale, decrepit features. No! <laughs> Motherfucker! No! Walking. No. He walks plainly through the brush, making no attempt at. Making no attempt at stealth, but he's not actively stealthing, but he's just a hard guy to see. The others don't seem to notice. Go with 22 passive perception. Cecilia, you know, <laughs> you notice something. <laughs> <laughs> Cecilia probably notices that Dalmar's attention has been grabbed and he's tracking something across the field. She's arguing with Damira and then she looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you two are the only ones that notice it. Meanwhile, so here's what I'm saying. I go off on one way to lead the Veneta away from the tower, and those two go up the tower and get the moonshots. Oh, all right, but what if I, like, wh- what if it's, like, a headlock? Because you, a lot of people oh, can just be You hard. cannot... Wh- <laughs> people, shut up. Who goes there? Uh, a breathy moan. As, you, as everyone turns, Jean-Claude... You take you take notice. Oh yeah, my axe is out. You little fucker. Put your implements away. There are heavier targets to go after. The Venator will be occupied with me. Rest assured. Is it possible with this guy to roll insight? Yeah, sure. Go for it. (laughs) 18. He is intent. He has stated his intentions plainly. He is my query to hunt. John Claude has put himself between Cecilia and given last time he tried to grab the moon shards off her. There's a renewed vigor inside of you, Bouchron. What do you get out of this? You are heavier. In different ways and lighter than some others. Okay, you just called me fat. That's fine. I'm going to let that pass and not think too much on that. I'm just a hefty boy. (laughs) (laughs) Some ladies. 
like a little meat on the bones. Marrow. Ha ha. People said they had spotted you. <laughs> but you weren't just harming the... the automatons. What are you doing? Ensuring those who wish to take advantage of the power that lays in the heart of this place. That they never get to it. But hear me now, idle winds. You would do well to dispatch of the shards. Look at all the destruction that's caused. Dispatch them to you, I presume? No. Destroy them. You have the means. You, everyone here, you are worthy of a grand judgment. But right now, there are other endeavors to attend to. And so, I have spoken. And he turns and walks. I don't care that he's our new ally, I don't like him. Because the only other time we saw him, he helped us too. Did he? I don't yeah. remember that. He ret he didn't try to take the moon shards or anything. He was the one who he gave the necklace that Stellar had stolen back to us after we'd given it to those bandits in unintentionally. I completely blanked on that. It's been a it's been, been over a, a year since we've done that. It was October of twenty twenty two. Jesus so. Christ! Just yeah. for my own memory, Tim. Is Marrow the one Dalmar saw right before everything kicked off during the parade? Yes. Yeah. And he, he was basically like, mm, some suspicious shit's happening here. <laughs> some weird ass fucking shit. He's not our ally, but if he's willing to distract the Venator, then I say we let him. And we take that opportunity. 
I look at Delmira. Delmira has been looking at um has been looking at the at Mero. But she hasn't said anything but she's she, you see that she's processing and like thoughts are racing through her head. Oh, uh, yeah, he said he knows you. To Delmira. That he has a bone to uh, bone to pick. But um shh. Nothing. Um, <laughs> um, as he's, Damir just goes. He knows. He, me. he said he was the reason. He said you were the reason he came to us before. Mm-hmm. This is from session three. I remember My that. Notes. But that was it. <laughs> I wrote Marolovania. Come on. <laughs> no. That was I, all I remember was Damira sicked him on our ass. That's all I remembered. Just- Wait, really? Yes. He... Um. He what? Look, I'll tell you later, okay? You might not get to tell me later. Can you tell me now? It's a long story, okay? Bullet points. Bullet points. Okay. Did a ritual. What's up, friends? Strong stout. And. Okay. Uh, I don't think I can do bullet points for this one. (laughs) But he's, um. He used to be a sphinx. Actually, yeah. They were both they were both part of the same Sphinx. They are pieces of this same Sphinx? Mira, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is Augustus so much nicer than Mero? Well, because they inherited different parts of it. I know the whole thing, but like it's it's like really complicated to explain. So you broke up the Sphinx into little pieces with your ritual? Well... We were asked to. By who? She looks at your bag of holding. Atheist? Okay. They have my name? Atheist, we have to talk later. That is never true. Yes, it is. It is true now. Here. We'll keep talking about this later. But if he's coming... But if he's coming to help us... At the very least, we can... Work with the gifts we just got. Well, that explains a lot. It explains why Mel knows random shit about us. She just blinks and goes, 
She just goes, Did he say anything else about me? Why? Why are you worried about that? I just don't know that. The consequences of the ritual and everything. Can I just I... don't know. That's all. You better insight check your sister. Yeah. Can I? <laughs> I'm gonna roll so bad now, though. I just have the feeling. Cause... Can I roll insight on that? Yeah. I don't think Jean Claude would know her well enough to suspect anything. I don't anything. have any. I don't have proficiency, so I don't have any expertise in it. Okay. Seven. Would he know? Would he be suspicious? Cecilia clearly looked suspicious. That's why she asked, "Why? Why are you worried about that?" The thing is, Cecilia, like innately, you he, she is withholding information. Yeah. Um, Can I roll that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> DC's a little higher I, for you. Me? Yeah, because I don't know her. Um, I do have a when I'm trying to discern truths. I do have a proficiency. So, we'll see. Nope. No, I'm not even going to try. That's a five. Jesus Christ. Four, two, one, four, two fives. Good thing there's no combat today. Hopefully. You get to add your proficiency, though, so it's eight. <laughs> Yay! Oh, the guy that voted. Aphis is coming in for a try. Not really? Let's go. Aphis is like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um... But yeah, you, um, the both of you get the gist that like yeah, it's no, it's no, it's not, it's not like anything that she's like. Um, she she's it's definitely not with, malicious. She, it's not malicious. Um, she's definitely withholding information that much is obvious, but um, it is the haste of the situation at hand, right now, um, that is uh currently leading to that. <clears throat> So, uh, uh, Lee just go. Uh, Lee just goes. All right. Well, I suppose we do have two distractions in place. Then I don't trust that man. I don't think we should. I saw him at the parade right before everything went to hell. I don't know why he's back, but if he's willing to fight it, we let him. We use the chance. I think he was telling the truth about that much. About yeah, stopping... Make... About stopping people from getting to whatever's at the center? I wouldn't have done anything about it, but he's... He's never thrown anything directly at me, but he's warded us off before. But None it, of us should be near the Van Hatter, though. No. Right. So... I think we have to rely on it. Well, I guess if he's allowing you to do it, then... We have no choice. We're in such a desperate state, we might as well... But at least we know the children are safe. 
One less thing to worry about, making our objective very clear. And hopefully once the shards are... Do they know about the moon shards? Not Lee. Not Lee. Everyone else does. You know, once we, we, we do the thing that needs to be done, hopefully this will all stop. I know he that this is. One moon shard. I know it's that this is city. a. I know that this is a gamble, but. If there's anyone I could trust, looks at Cecilia, then to Delmira, it's the Selenites. Yeah, maybe we can at another time circle back around to the whole shell thing. Um, later time, of course, but like, fuck. Yeah. I, uh, Go ahead. Um, I did have an idea too. Um, and I, I, I don't know if we'd need to even try it or if it would even work or. It's, it's probably a bad idea. I already told Jean-Claude. Um, but she looks at Lee real quick. She goes, she goes, I already have some of the shards of the moon. That's a very big secret. Wait, you, you've had them? I have some, not the one that's in the controlling everything that's completely different but I just had the thought if this is one moon shard doing all of this controlling all of this potentially making the automatons fight then maybe using the other moon shards could control them enough to let us through if we need to. Cecilia, Demir comes in. That's, that's really risky. That's why I said I don't think it's a good idea, but it's just, I just wanted to see what you thought. We can't. All right. I mean, it can be a last ditch effort, Cecilia. For sure, it is an option. Just be aware of when he points up to the sky with the red sky, the moon. That is a big problem we have with the shards. <laughs> I agree. But I don't think we should count it out. We're, we are, um... If we don't get this child... All of it just sounds... risky. We saw what one did. We see the others, especially in a place like this. And then Lee cuts in and she goes, if it's a last-ditch effort... And, we can't exactly predict these things. Not while my sister. It's dangerous. That's all I'm saying. We have a good plan. We're capable. Lee just goes, We barely have 
a plan. We're just guessing. We're, we're gambling on a hope. You just, you can't just rule it out. The mirror goes, says, no matter what, you have to promise me, okay? Just don't put yourself in danger using those. I won't. Promise. Oh no, the automatons! <laughs> the banana! The coming! The, the banana! <laughs> Engine mode activated. <laughs> That was a great distraction, so I don't have to promise anything. No, I'm kidding. No, wait, um, wait, wait. You ain't running? <laughs> um, yeah, she just kind of looks away. Cecilia. Sis. I... I'm not going to... No, you. I'm not. You saw. You know what those things can do. I do. And I. I'm not going to put myself in danger. I'm not going to. Not knowingly. Of course not. Promise. You're not going to bring those. Bring those things out. You're all I have left, okay? Just... That's not true. You're everything to me. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to... do anything that I don't have to do to make sure everyone's safe. Celia, and Lee just goes, we're going to have to hurry. Give me one second. I need to talk to my sister. I, I don't, uh, John Claude's not going to say anything because this is really not his fucking place, but he's just going to put a hand gently on Cecilia's shoulder. That's all. I'm gonna go get the horse. The sooner we stop this, the better. Damar, is everything... Are you ready? Ready as I can be. It's time Thank we finish this. Thank goodness you said that. I... I don't think we could do this without you. Okay. I'm gonna gather my things. We're gonna head... Just, and we're gonna start our way there.
walks off. Delmere just looks at you, Cecilia. She knew she was about to, probably, so she was already looking away. You've been trusted with those. What did you say? You've been trusted with those. I don't intend to use them. Is that a deception check? No. No, okay. I mean, maybe barely, but like, she's not trying to lie. She's like, she's been kind of clear. If I need to use them, I'm going to use them. But she doesn't plan to, so it's not really a lie. Okay. Let's talk just... Get ready then. And there's everyone heading away to prepare. As you all I... go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say before Jean Claude walks off, he would lean down to Cecilia, squeeze her shoulder, and says I trust you, partner. Thank you. Cecilia, as you make your ways away, um, Jean-Claude, mm-hmm. a hand is placed on the side of your arm. I'm not really sneaky. Is <laughs> who is it? It's the mirror. Oh. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> What's up? That's not good. Anyways, <laughs> I I wanted to talk to you for a moment. Um, Should I get Cecilia? No, it'll be quick. Jean-Claude, right? Yes. Thank you for everything. I... I mean it. I wish in the... the entire world right now, if I could push mountains aside, I would want to be with my sister. But... it's clear... To me that she really looks up to you. Thank you. And I have a feeling you're doing this already. But please protect her. Yeah. 
He's kind of shocked because he did not expect a thank you. He actually was expecting a scolding. (laughs) Um, So I think you see a moment of his face register the thanks and he slowly nods and says, I will protect your sister with everything I have because she is my friend. And I will also protect myself since I am her friend. I hope you can understand. No. That's, you're completely right. And the truth is, I, I kind of saw myself a little bit in you. And he's very shocked by this conversation. His heart, he was not expecting this at all. I, I saw a little bit of myself in you, but it looks like you've learned a lot faster than me. It took me a while to learn that the best way to dedicate myself to other people was to live for them. Cecilia doesn't know the amount of times I... It would break her heart. And... I'm sure that if you... If you think that dedicating your life... And having it go away just for some all-important cause will make everyone happy... There's always a better way. He'll put his... Go ahead. Go ahead. He'll put his hand on his shoulder. And he gives her a look up and down. Gets his face low and close to her. Oh, okay. Looking all around her. And goes, I see it now. I see who your sister has been bragging about for days and weeks on end. Oh, she brags about me. <laughs> Incessantly. I knew you were a brave adventurer. But I did not know about the bravery of your heart. You are so strong. And not with your magic. But with your love. like us our hearts they can't just beat they have to brag (laughs) she holds out her hand turns the hand grab (laughs) 
You got this, Jean-Claude. And so does your sister. She is so strong. I cannot wait for you to see. You out front. I'm here. Be off. <clears throat> As everyone gets ready, um, Damar, you take a stop by. Um, you take a stop by um, Luann's tent. <laughs> Freaking Luann. <laughs> she is completely gonged the fuck out. <laughs> She's sleeping like how babies do on their face, but they're <laughs> kind of like bent. No! Not the collapsed one! <laughs> no! Luan. No. That just means, that just means it's good sleep. <laughs> Poor kid. You see the chair that you sat in for a while? You're going to go into danger. Immeasurable danger. Risky plan with a pickaxe in hand. Magic. Immeasurable wild magic at the very center. <clears throat> we... As your uncle kind of like has an arm around you, he just goes, It's all right, Dama. You're fine now. No. No. You're going to get past this. You're really strong, okay? I can talk to the others. You started to decide that I'm going back in. There's, there's nothing you can say that would make them do anything else. I'll go talk to them right now. The door completely opens. And you see his presence ever so heavy. His boots clang against the ground. Golden strands bound his beard along with the orange. It dictates his status within the set. This dwarf walks in and just goes, You're back. And he goes, Brother, I leave. 
Let me talk to my son. Brother. Go easy. I was not talking to you. Brother. Yes. Do you want to keep drawing breath? Jesus. Hold your breath. And step out. Your brother knows. I mean, your uncle knows. This is important. The heaviness of the situation. He gets up. And with one last look at you. He leaves. The door remains open as your father... You're not looking at him, but you can feel his downcasted look at you. He goes, look at me, boy. Look. Look. Ah, yes, sir. I hate this. All right. Oh, get up. The fuck are you doing sitting there? You lost an arm, you still... You still worth double the weight of that entire family. Up. Look at me. I didn't tell you to look away, boy. Yes, sir. Fuck. Rob me of the smiles. Day you were born. You are going to go back on there. You're going to finish what you do. You're going to salvage all of this. This, whatever little mishap happened down there, you're going to go down there with another family. Because it seems like you sound, you found something really valuable. Gonna bring it back up here. No. Picks up a chair, <laughs> throws it, <laughs> direct projectile throws it directly at you. Kill um, this man! It sh- as it smashes against you, it splinters, <gasps> and he immediately gets in your face. Has a finger in, has a finger in your face. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Huh? You sack of shit. <gasps> Fucking stupid cunt. Who the <gasps> fuck do you think you are? Huh? I need to kill him. I need someone to kill him. Someone needs to kill him right now. Kill him. Please. Look at me. He slaps you in the face upwards. <gasps> Look at me. Oh my god. 
Dalmar spits at his father's feet. Blood out of his mouth. That's his dad or his uncle? That's his dad. Oh, his dad can get fucked. Rio's back punches you. Oh my god, someone stop him! Um. You want to send another family. You talk one more. To their you talk deaths. One more boy. You talk one more. Or what? I've already lost an arm. What else are you going to take from me? You're going to lose your fucking name. You're a golden rock, boy. You're bolder than the last. You are going to walk back down there. You're going to disgrace his entire family if you keep sitting here and moping. The only disgrace to this family is you. He grabs you by the neck. No, 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 no! You're not my son. You're nothing. You see Dalmar's right shoulder move as if he was going to try and punch his dad. There's no arm. He's not used to being forced to be left-handed yet. Pathetic whelp. He grabs you by the hair and he shoves it against the wall. As your back, as the back of your head collides against the wall, he he stands up. Kill your dad, please. He just he turns around and he just goes. Uh, he just goes, pack up his things. Keep him out of my fucking sight. Clean the room when he's gone. And he he walks away, and he uh, he just goes. Can't protect a fucking thing in his life. Stupid prick. Okay. And he shuts the door, and you hear him kicking walls outside. And in in his in his fury. He comes back. He just he just charges no. back in and he continues to yell. What the fuck? I hate this man. You are caught you this terrible storm of abuses as your as yours uh, as the servants as the maids Attempt to pack your things. The man who is biologically your father continues to scream. Blow after blow. Oh my god. Verbal or physical? Uh, verbal. that point Dalmar is gonna weakly pick himself up off the floor 
and without taking any of his belongings that had been packed or still out, leave. Yeah, that's right, leave. He follows you. Oh my god, no! Can you just kill him? Can someone kill him, please? He follows you. And he just goes, says, he just goes, look at this tower. Just fucker, still in my house. Just go, uh, just goes, yeah, that's right, leave. Um, and, and as you open the door and you walk out into the rain, he continues. He just goes, everyone look, everyone look. Says, throw the face of a coward, a fucking worm. Oh, yes, um, everyone look. Everyone look at what the face, the head of the almighty set uh, golden rock moment, does to the, his own blood. The moment you do that and he God. senses that, he just come. He just he just comes in with like a slap to the back of your head. Stop! Let me kill him, please. Do you continue, despite the slap to the back? Do you continue to say to finish what you said? You said it. Already. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, and as you get to the gate. He puts his foot on your back. He just shoves you. I know Dalmar can do this since I can do it, but even with one hand, Dalmar is able to remove a ring from his index finger. A simple golden ring with the crest of Set Golden Rock. And he will throw it into the mud. Spit on the ring. And leave. The only home he's known. You leave. In defiance. That last motion of defiance. The throwing of the ring. The spitting on it. Your dad saw it. It enraged him, but didn't. There wasn't any physical repercussions for it at all. There was just quiet, brewing scorn. As he looks at you, it's. It's that. It's that. One scorn look that the entire family has grown to fear. When his, when when only his lip is quivering, his mouth is agape, and it's just those crazy wide, open eyes. When he looks at you, but nonetheless, with your last act of defiance, knowing that he saw it. You abandon your name and walk away with nothing but your clothes. Your dad 
you can't hear, but you can just you can definitely hear his voice pe- uh, echoing throughout the mountains as he seemingly yells at the nearby people around him. You can't protect people. You are nothing. Not his son. All of that. It always hurts when it comes from the person who is supposedly the one one who to protect you. The one who is supposed to love you without requisite. Here you are now. Look, looking over the pickaxe in your hand as you prepare for the journey ahead. It's like you're going in deep all over again. Take a point of inspiration. You have a long night ahead of you. You're not Dalmar Goldenrock anymore. But you're still Dalmar. Cecilia, any thoughts as you're gathering your equipment and getting ready? She's just, everything just feels kind of, um, to her with, with her and Delmira, everything feels shaky to her, I think is all. But nonetheless... It's just like how you started this journey. It's shaky, but you have to. There's a lot to do. Guess now's the time to be brave. This entire plan hinged on a hope that you had placed a good bit ago this has to work it has to get a point of inspiration Jean-Claude? Do I get a point of inspiration? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
you can take one of my three. <laughs> well, rub it in my face, why don't you? <clears throat> that talk with Domira and understanding. You realize that Captain Valathani's oath kind of has some merit to it. All I life. I that oath was with her. All life. I was also like, to, what's he talking about? All life <laughs> has to be preserved. You're on your own and you're a seeker. She's an ancient. But the importance of lives have shifted and your priorities have changed over the past few hours. The people that you love must live and you must be there to see them grow. And for that, you must live. Yep. Take a point of inspiration. Yay! As the three of you gather armor if you're wearing it, weapon if you have them in your hand, Delmira stands, hammer on her shoulder, a nod to the three of you, and Lee on a horse. Lee goes, I'm ready. Jean-Claude looks to Cecilia to give the word. She's not expecting to give the word, so she doesn't do anything. He nudges you and eyebrows waggle. (laughs) As as your eyebrow waggle, Delmira goes, All right, everyone. Uh, He gently puts his hand out for her and points to Cecilia. What's wrong? Yeah, what's what's up? You know, do the thing. Do this. The thing? You're the, what? Not you, Delmira. This is not your turn, her turn. Do the thing, Cecilia. Do what thing? What thing? You know, the thing that you, like, charge it. Like, you rally the troops and, like, the final world before we go off, thingy. Do the thing. Um, I, um, I, I, I don't, I don't really know what I... Lee, Lee goes, it, we do have to hurry. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, come on, do this inspiring thing, adventurous um, thing. Is it... I, I think we're good to go. Good job. Good job. A starting point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they all clap. <laughs> Demir goes, all right, everyone. I forgot what I was going to... I was going to do a rousing <laughs> thing. Sean Club gives a heavy side eye. Let's mosey. <laughs> Nod. <laughs> And as the three of you march towards <clears throat> towards Rexen, with a renewed determination in your heart, and hopefully a fuckload of luck on your side, <laughs> the last thing we see as we drift off, the sight of a big, bright red moon over a large city. In the grand scheme of things, these trees are dots. 
a light shining in the darkness. And that is where we're going to end today's Jesus session Christ of the Naya Expedition. <laughs> fuck me. Thank you, Tim, but also fuck Tim. <laughs> that. Every game. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, basically every game. Delmar's dad is like on, on par asshole. with Brando. On par with Brando. You know what I mean? Like the feelings that like Brando evokes in you where you're like, yeah. Just pure emotional abuse. Yeah, I remember when Brando beat freaking had had Deacon beat Daryl like it was awful. Yeah, yeah. It was very much that like, and I was like, no, no, no. And guess what happened to Brando? He got he died. So so is this guy. So that's what happens. And I will just say it is extremely gratifying to see the backstory we planned well before Dalmar even showed up finally be fully shown. <laughs> I had to work I had to work up towards it. I had to work up to it. You got it though. You got it. Hey, man. The Oh my why uh, so skipping twenty first and twenty eighth stream dates and next will be fourth. We're not a hundred percent sure if we not, will be back on the fourth. Not a hundred percent sure in the fourth. And uh, shaky on the 11th because uh, I am driving down to Mississippi uh, from from Pennsylvania to go see family. So we're probably going to be driving the week before. It's an it's 18 hours of driving. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's fun. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, so we'll see. And uh, Tut, a Vietnamese, Vietnamese Tut is on the 10th. Tut. Happy Tut. Is on the tenth. So fourth might be more likely than the eleventh. Yeah, but I have to, like I said, I have to go check in with people and and see when when's wanted and when are we gonna go. Um, but yeah, just just expect the next few dates to be kind of tentative. Uh, but we'll we'll make we'll make announcements in the. In the server, keep an eye on the Discord. Yeah. Uh, because we're going into some crazy territory. <laughs> the end of this arc, right? End of the arc. No, yeah. I think we're just gonna walk up and take the moon shard and call it done. Yeah, let's just call, be... it a day. <laughs> call it a day. Call it a oh, day. Oh, um, the thing. Not only gonna be that easy. <laughs> so the thing, uh, the wisdom thing I had you roll earlier. Yeah. What is that? Um, trying to have Jean-Claude realize that there's a, there's sort of a theme going on when, when you have like really strong emotions or like promises that kind of reverberate throughout the place. K4 was touched, inspired by Jean-Claude's earlier thing about, uh, self-sacrificing so that's exactly what he did. Did I did I tell him to do that? No. You didn't. But they can sense the emotions and things, remember? Him. So they, I inspired like, they feed him to off his death? Our memories and our feelings. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it was a mirror of Jean-Claude. No! I got him killed! No, but, <laughs> it oh, was my a wife says we all leveled up, by the way. So <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> Level Can up, that, which is a statement that is good in the future. 
Please, yeah. no, I don't want to have like, to no. go through Dalmar's level up process again. <laughs> Why? It is so complex with I this need, character. I need John Claude to stop having such strong fucking feelings. <laughs> this is the no, like this stop is just this is just the place. This is just the place to not do it. That's it. That's it. Getting you ready for the Feywild. Getting you ready for it. No! Yeah, that's fun. No. Oh gosh, Jean Claude. No wonder Jean Claude struggled in the Feywild. Like, no, you see what I mean? He's got yeah. low fucking wisdom. He's screwed from the get go. And that would have been right after Sylvie went missing, which is, I mean, anyone would be a yep. mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. Not a good time. Gonna pick a fight with every blade of grass. Literally, like anything is a threat. Anything is a threat. Uh, and I'll um, be back in chat, just laughing with everyone else as it happens. Yeah, you're gonna be safe. You're gonna be. You're gonna be nice and toasty, watching us. Well, after that fucking dad beat down. Oh my god. We planned that. I knew it was coming too. That was awful. Yep. Just channeling. Uh, you know the good old, the good old Vietnamese uh, tradition. No. Damn. Tim. Love you, oh. Tim. JT sitting here like so proud though. <laughs> like, I will yep. only I'm only writing supportive parents for all my PCs from here on out. Supporting <laughs> loving parents. Supportive parents or even for my characters parents? What are those? Parents? <laughs> or my parental figures? Are parental supportive figures. You getting the supportive parents or a dad you really want to kill? We have two of those so far. <laughs> Oh, All right, everyone. Thank you so much oh. for watching. Oh. We'll see you next time. Bye. Whenever Bye. it is. Bye. Good night. Thanks for watching.